The Chicago Bulls get a much-needed win, as all the wins are needed for the Chicago Bulls where they currently sit in the season. Iodasumu leads the way. Kobe White has a great two-way game, and Andre Drummond makes a huge impact for the Chicago Bulls upon his first return to meaningful minutes in well over a month. We're also going to take a look at DeMar DeRozan being named to his sixth All-Star team, and then we're going to say and talk about why AK needs to pick a path for the Chicago Bulls. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so the Chicago Bulls get a win over the Charlotte Hornets, and this win was, you know, as I said in the intro, it was just needed, right? It was just simply needed as every win is for the Chicago Bulls at this point in their season with how up and down they've been in the season. Every win means that much more for this team on the back half of the season. Now, Iodasumu played probably his best game of the season and one of his best games as a pro going 9 of 10 from the field, 22 points in this game, leading the Chicago Bulls in scoring. Old faithful Nikola Vucevic as well, chipping in 17, 12, 6 uh, assists, 1 uh, steal as well, just being the consistent player he has been. This was a cold night for DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, and the role players stepped up in a major way to help support the team. We get big contributions from Kobe White off the bench with 20 points, 15 points off the bench from Andre Drummond. Everything that the Bulls did was needed, but the defensive effort from the Chicago Bulls was also pretty consistent throughout the game. There was a moment in this game in the third quarter where it looked like the Charlotte Hornets may have started making a move, a run. The Bulls immediately respond. For a little bit there, they go back to the kind of the default isolation ball, but they respond. They play the team ball. They get the job done. Kobe White hits big shot after big shot after big shot for this team. Andre Drummond and his presence returning. He gets two fouls immediately when checking into the game doesn't get any more fouls the rest of the way billy donovan allowed andre drummond a chance to work through the 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 foul thing and you saw the results in that billy donovan coached an okay game last night and it, it was a game in which he had to go to depth because we had so many injury concerns over the course of the game this is a game where we did lose alice caruso in the first half he did not return we don't have an update right now on what his injury situation looks like soon as some some updates available you guys know i'll drop a video it's just that simple here in the chicago Bulls central but the play that we saw from io was something that hopefully it's going to wake him up a little bit for the remaining part of the season we've seen io been be up and down but as with young players you once you start getting a little confidence in you you can start playing better and if we get an io desuma who uses this game as a launching pad not necessarily have this same output every single game but the way that he won it the way that he attacked the rim the way that he got to the rim almost at ease and didn't miss any shots at the rim. Io DeSumo went 9 of 10 in this game, only missing one shot, and that one shot was a three-pointer. We didn't have any of the Io DeSumo that misses the easy layups or anything like this. He was taking players off the dribble. He played solid defense. He played a really good two-way game in this game, and, and him and the other Bulls players playing solid defense. Alonzo Ball goes 8 of 18 from the field for only 19 points. And so at the end of the day, it's just... You have to look at this team and just appreciate the fact that in a in a game where your two top players did not give you much of anything as DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine combined to go 7 of 20 from the field in this game and they took combined for 25 points, which sounds pretty good, but when you take 20 shots to get 25 points, eh, it's a so-so night. DeMar DeRozan also having the four turnovers, Zach Levine with three turnovers, they're just both of these players did not did not not I'm gonna say not necessarily. They just flat out did not execute to the level you should be able to expect from these two players. But Alain Nine Night, 
Ayodosumu steps up big time. Patrick Williams plays some really good defense in this game. His offense wasn't really much of anything to seeing home about only six points. He goes two of eight from the field. He twists his ankle as well in the second half in a scary moment. He went to the back, came back out. So hopefully it means nothing too serious there when it comes to his ankle and that he's not um, going to miss any time. But as you guys know, with twisted ankles, if you played sports, you can twist your ankle. It hurt immediately. The adrenaline kind of pushes you through. You think you're okay. You wake up in the morning. Your, your ankle's the size of a grapefruit, and you got to sit for a little while. So let's hope that that's not the case for Aldo Sumo, and hopefully him and Alice Caruso um, both can be uh, can play in the next game that we play on Saturday. And hopefully, like, well, you know, again, this Bulls team, as they're trying to build some momentum towards the back half of the season, they need everyone in all hands on deck. So hopefully they get that. But this is this was just a fun game to watch. And this, especially seeing Io. When he gets rhythm, scoring the uh, 10 out of the Bulls' first 17 points did Io DeSumo. And once he started doing that, you knew this was going to be a really interesting and fun night for Io DeSumo because that confidence started early with him, and he kept that going. The Bulls play Portland now on Saturday coming up next, and this is a game that, you know, the Portland Trailblazers are still trying to make the playoffs. I think they sit slightly outside the playoffs right now um, in the Western Conference. So they're going to be looking to play, um, especially if Dame Lillard plays in that game. Um, the, the Portland Trailblazers right now, they are they are less than a half game out of being in the play-in tournament, and they could be buyers at the trade deadline per what we talked about on yesterday's daily episode. So be on the lookout for that. The Bulls now move into the 10th seed. They are a playing team as of right now. The Bulls need to have, if they can win the month of February, and that is come out this month with a winning record. They could, it could very well solidify them at least being a playing team. But we got to see this from the Chicago Bulls way more often. And even though that this was a win and a win that came by the role players stepping up hugely, especially that bench when you look at Andre Drummond and Kobe White com combining for 35 points alone off that bench. Alex Grusso also chips in seven in his minutes played. We need the stars to step up. We need the big three to play like a big three and the, the, the role players support them. But shout out. To, to Zach for not pushing the offensive issue once he realized his shot wasn't falling and allowing a player like Io DeSumo to really go ham when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. Billy Donovan also rolled the hot hand, something he doesn't always do as well. Solid overall performance from the Bulls players and the Bulls coaching staff. Now, one of the things that I do want to talk about in this is Andre Drummond's impact. And so Casey Johnson asked him this. He said, you signed to Chicago knowing you'd be a backup. So do you go into this being okay that you'd come off the bench? Andre Drummond's response. Am I okay with it? I'm never okay with it. I'm a basketball player. I want to play. So at the end of the day, like Drummond did what needed to be done to earn minutes. Now, if Billy Donovan doesn't play him in the next game against the Portland Trailblazers. We know Nurkic isn't having the best season kind of coming down. They have some bigs there. Um, we need to see Andre Drummond play. And I get it. There's going to be some matchups where Andre Drummond just does not work. He just doesn't, it, it, you know, he's not necessarily giving us the best output. But when you look at uh, Drew Eubanks, who's been playing pretty solidly for the um, Portland Trailblazers coming in, only 6'9", 245 pounds. We need to play Andre Drummond. Let's play into our matchups. Let's force teams to match up with us. And Andre Drummond can do that. Andre Drummond hitting a historical stat line, being the first player to get a, to get 15 points and 11 rebounds in only 15 minutes in, in something like 40 years, it was said. 1978-1979 season, Daryl Dawkins did the same thing in, in in 15 minutes or less. That's the last time a player did that. That is huge from Andre Drummond, and that's the impact that he can have for the Chicago Bulls team as long as he's playing well and the coach goes to him and let him cook and do his thing. Now, coming out of this game or coming, you know, right before this game, we got word that DeMar DeRozan was indeed named as, a, as an all-star reserve. He will be going to his sixth all-star game. And, you know, shout out to DeMar DeRozan for being able to achieve that. 
You guys know how I feel. DeMar DeRozan's kind of been up and down this season. Um, and, you know, the numbers have been there. But, you know, I, I look at more than just the, the box score statistical numbers. But I, I didn't think. I didn't. I, if any bull got into the All-Star game, I thought that it would be DeMar DeRozan. I didn't necessarily believe that he was going to get to be an All-Star uh, this year. And I definitely didn't think he'd be a starter. But shout out to him for making it. Shout out to him for getting uh, the, the necessary votes to be able to do it. On the season, he's averaging 26 points per game on five rebounds and five assists and 50% shooting from the field. Those are solid all-star, borderline all-star numbers. So DeMar DeRozan gets named to his um, all-star team, and it's deservingly so. Again, it's not been as consistent as it was last season, especially in the fourth quarter, but I still can't take away from, you know, the all-star is a glorified, like, ex exhibition game, and so DeMar deserves to be in it. He's really the only boy. I would, I would say... Vooch with the way, as consistent as he played, especially as a third option. Um, but there's just so many good big men down there that are ahead of Nikola Vucevic, and he's not necessarily having the type of impact that DeMar DeRozan is the All-Star. He will be representing the Chicago Bulls down in the All-Star. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Game up in Utah, I should say, at the All-Star Game. Now, before we go, I want to talk about this. And while we're approaching the trade deadline, we are now six days away from the NBA trade deadline. And... The last, thing, the last little rumor that we got out yesterday was that teams that call the Chicago Bulls have no idea where the Bulls are going to go this trade deadline. And we have the Nikola Vucevic contract where I think that the Bulls need to make, the Bulls front office needs to make a decision on Nikola Vucevic now. Are you going to extend him or you need to trade him? That's not to say that I want to see Nikola Vucevic traded, but that's just to say that you have to pick a path for this team. This team right now has no clear path. They are still trying to live in two worlds. That is, having the veteran players while, they, while you have younger players that are hopefully going to develop, but those younger players really aren't getting the opportunity to develop. And I do think that part of the way of picking a path is the Bulls do need to make a decision on Nikola Vucevic. I don't want, at least me, I wouldn't want Nikola Vucevic to get even a chance to get to the open market if I know I want to keep him on this team. Nikola Vucevic has been the most consistent Bull. And why he draws a lot of critiques and 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 uh, issues from Bulls fans that, you know, kind of just look at the box score. They kind of just look at the fact of what Nikola Vucevic did Orlando and say, well, we're not getting that same Nikola Vucevic, not really taking into consideration that this is a completely different role for Nikola Vucevic. He is playing a third, uh, the third option role, and he's still giving you almost 18 points per game, 11 rebounds, and almost four assists on 52% shooting and 63% true shooting. He is 29th in the NBA in, in, in um, the field goal percentage, he's 55th in scoring, and he's 5th in rebounding, and he has, I think, the most double-doubles of any player this season, maybe second to like a Jokic or something like that. I would love to see Nikola Vucevic stay on this team, but in picking a path and a direction for this team, AK needs to do something, and I'm not expecting everything to happen at this trade deadline. I do hope that he adds some depth pieces at least, or a depth piece at least to this team at the trade deadline again. Those would have to be out there, and you have to have willing participants to be a part of that. But I'm hoping that at least he does that 
um, for for the Chicago Bulls um, at this point. And then the biggest question that remains, and this is a question that surprisingly enough, especially over on Lockdown Bulls, a lot of Bulls fans are saying that trade DeMar DeRozan right now while his trade value is the highest. And I know a lot of Bulls fans, especially ones that just look at the impact in the raw uh, box score and say, well, DeMar is probably our best player. And, you know, while he has been very consistent and he is, I think, leading the team in scoring, the fact of the matter is this, is that as long as DeMar, the mentorship, all of that, you know, even yesterday when he when uh, Dalen Terry being the one to tell DeMar that he got named to his all-star team and just that whole interaction and then Stacey King talking about how uh, DeMar has really taken Dalen Terry under his wing, similar to what he did for Iowa DeSumo. Like, nope, I don't think anybody denies that what the impact that DeMar DeRozan has on the younger players on this team. I've gone on to say that the lessons that Patrick Williams, Io, and, and Dalen now are learning from DeMar DeRozan are going to pay dividends for the Chicago Bulls for years and years and years to come, even after DeMar is no longer in a Chicago Bulls jersey. But the question, the, the thing that you have to look at it at is remove yourself from that. While the Chicago Bulls would be a worse team and have way less wins if DeMar DeRozan wasn't on this team. I'm not one of those people that are going to sit there and tell you, oh, the Bulls would be a better team because of DeMar DeRozan because the ball will move freely. No, the ball could very well move freely and players could develop, but that doesn't mean that it's going to translate to wins. This team would be have way less wins if DeMar wasn't on this team. But the thing that you have to look at is not playing in just focusing on the now, right? If the Bulls were to move DeMar, to move DeMar DeRozan, to take advantage of his trade value being high, to get another piece, to maybe get a, uh, a couple of firsts, whatever it ends up being that they get back, what that opens up is a chance for the younger players to be forced to develop, meaning much like Zach Levine, when he was the main option on the Chicago Bulls, he turned himself into one of the most efficient players in the NBA because he was forced to, the, things had to go through him. Him and Laurie, things had to go through him. And even in Laurie's rookie season, right, coming into that team, Things had to go through him. Patrick Williams came in to one of the most unique situations as a fourth overall pick. He came in to a situation where, you know, you had Kobe, you had Zach as being kind of the main parts of that offense. And then at the at the trade deadline, you bring in Nikola Vucevic, which changed completely the team as well as the makeup. Then in the second season, he's moved to the four, plays a, 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 only a minuscule amount of games, but he moves into a team that has now gone from being a rebuilding team to a team aiming for the playoffs that had players like Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Alex Caruso coming off the bench, all those players and trying to figure out that role. And some of that has hampered his, his development because he just has not gotten the amount of shots and opportunities to grow his offense and to, to force to be aggressive as some fourth overall picks are. That's not to abstain Patrick Williams. He still has a place in needing to be aggressive as a player as well. But there's something to be said of, even if the Bulls were worse right away, how does that play off down the line? The year, the two years, the three years from now, of if DeMar is not on this team, of the opportunities that these, these other players are going to get called for them just by the nature of you have to call plays for somebody. So I understand that mindset to a degree. I understand trying to capitalize off players' um, value wild side. That can be said as well about Kobe White who's playing the best basketball of his career, two-way basketball player right now, and if that shot starts falling consistently again for him, he can be one of the more dangerous bench pieces in the NBA. And it seems like the Bulls are actually have gotten some trade offers for him that they have rejected, and that may point to the direction that they are interested in keeping Kobe White around on this team. And I know a lot of Bulls fans get that trade value up for Kobe. It seems like AK, and the thing that worries me the most is that it seems like AK it's almost at the point where he's going to just run it back again with making some acquisitions, some additions with exceptions 
in the offseason. And the biggest question for me is that is, what is the ceiling of this team? We still don't know what's going on with Lonzo Ball. We don't know if he's going to be healthy by the start of the season, especially when you have the, we, he's having pain and can't nobody figure out why Lonzo Ball is still in pain. And do, then do you have to bring in another point? Or do you have to pay money to bring in another point guard? It's so, the Bulls are in such a unique uh, situation because a combination of the moves that they made didn't quite work. And a couple of the pieces that they, made, that they, fit, that they have aren't quite fitting together either. The way that I look at DeMar DeRozan is this. DeMar DeRozan is a nice pair of Stacey Adams, meaning great shoe, comfortable, looks great, fits with outfits, and you can look spectacular in wearing a pair of Stacey Adams. But sometimes a pair of tennis shoes, especially if you're going to work and you do a physical manual labor job, you don't need a pair of Stacey Adams. You need a pair of just tough, been through the mud tennis shoes that are just going to get you through it or boots, right? And so to say that is that is that this is not to say that DeMar is a bad piece or a bad player. It's just where the Bulls are right now in constructing a team in construction, they don't need Stacey Adams. They need construction boots. They need boots on the floor. And so it, it, it's 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 a weird place to be in because, yeah, there's, there's also a permutation around where maybe AK does move some of the younger players and bring in more veterans, and then we're off to the streets rocking and rolling. But the biggest issue here is, is that DeMar DeRozan is basically a post player. Even though he's a three, he's been a guard most of the season, he is, for all intents and purposes, a post player. He gets and operates most of his points in the, po- on the, in the post. Where is Nikola Vucevic the best at? In the post. So it's just some of that. And yeah, shout out to DeMar for taking more threes here in the last three to five games, but he's not that stretch the floor threat. So when you really look at it, in picking our direction for the Chicago Bulls, and I'm not to say that AK has to go with either of those suggestions, he can trade both of them. We can go completely young. But a decision has to be made between now and the start of the season. A direction has to be made. AK's attempt to live in both worlds has not paid off, and it doesn't look to be ready to pay off at any given point in time anytime soon. But you guys can let me know what you think about that down below. I think AK needs to pick a path. Whatever that path is, see that path through. But you can follow the show at Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail for our weekend mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls, see red, love you guys, peace y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.